Testing one, two, three, one, two, three, testing. I'm Ben McAdams, and I represent Utah's 4th Congressional District. Before I was elected last November, I was the mayor of Salt Lake County. It's my belief that Washington might work better if we thought about governing the country the way mayors approach leading their communities. In this podcast, I'm hoping to show you what being a member of Congress is really like and whether it's possible to run this country the way we run our local governments. Welcome to Washington. The reasons why we came here was because our lives were in danger. I've gone through the process of struggling on finding opportunities to pay for my higher education. When I was in high school, many of the times were spent in tears, not knowing if college was a possibility or how I was going to afford it. We know we're leaving a legacy in this country of hard work and commitment to this land. I work really hard every day, just as well as my parents do, to provide us a future that I believe we deserve as human beings. So I'm here with Luis Garza of Comunidades Unidas, um, an advocacy organization that's been working for the passage, amongst other things, but for the passage of the Dream and Promise Act that the House recently adopted relating to dreamer, dreamers and DACA recipients. So um, the, the Dream Act, Dream and Promise Act, what it says is essentially people who have come here as kids... Uh, as some as young as you know newborns to uh, certainly under the age of 18 come here this for many of them it's the only country they've ever known they've gone to school in the U.S. high school in the U.S. many of them are now in college or graduating from college Uh, they can't have committed certain crimes Uh, they have to be law-abiding citizens and they really are are um, inspirational individuals who are even eligible for this program and they're people who are legal to work right now in the United States so many of them have jobs or are going to college as I said uh, but want need permanent status so one of the first dreamers I met was Henry Ponce um, who's a student a chemical engineering student at the University of Utah um, about to graduate and um, he, he was telling me how it's hard for him to get a job because employers they don't this the the work status that they have right now could expire in a year or and who knows when and an employer doesn't want to take a chemical engineer that they're going to have to continue to train if if they're not eligible to work in 6 months or a year so there's some real challenges for us as a country but also for these individuals as they're trying to achieve the American dream. They're already well on their way. Um, so Luis, maybe tell me a little bit about what Comunidades Unidas has done. Congratulations on successful passage of the DREAM Act through the House. It's now hopefully waiting for action in the Senate. Uh, but this, is, this has been something that uh, we've been working on. Uh, Congress has been working on for almost two decades, and it, it passed the House. It's passed the Senate before and didn't pass the House. Now it's passed the House and waiting for consideration in the Senate. So tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about Comunidades Unidas and then, uh, and then the Dream and Promise Act. Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much, Congressman. And we, we're really excited. Like this, this is definitely a historic vote you know, that uh, really provides a lot of hope for, for people in our community. And so we're really proud of the work that Comunidades Unidas and all of our community leaders have, we have done. And so our organization, we're an advocacy immigrant rights organization. We, this year is our 20th anniversary, so we've been working for decades in this um, issue. And most of our main goal is to make sure that we keep families together and we keep families healthy here in the state of Utah. And like you mentioned, 
where we work with people that are contributing in many different ways to our, to our society, to our economy, to our schools and, and faith groups. And so this is really a great opportunity for families to have more certainty, to have a clearer future and a clearer path, especially for young people, so they can have um, the full access to the American dream. And that's, that's really what is the most hopeful, that to see here all the youth that we have in our, in our community center that have come together and they have seen how um, the, um, important this, this bill is to, to all of us and, and the, the hopes that it creates in, in, our, in our communities are really um, exciting to, to see and we, we feel like we're in a great path to, to move forward and, and really being able to, to open more doors for, for people in our communities. So in the lead-up to the passage of the Act, you, I mean, you've been active for 20 years, but in the lead-up to the passage of the Act... Uh, well, one of the things that really touched me was all of the stories that you were that were coming our way of, of dreamers, people who, as I said, inspiring people who, you know, are 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 achieving the American dream. If only they can get the bureaucratic paperwork to to continue doing what they're doing, but they're giving back to this country. They're paying taxes. They're um, some of them now are, have kids that they're raising uh, as American citizens, and uh, and they, we just need Congress. House and Senate and the President to, to finalize this and, and, and pass it. Um, how does it feel to see this pass the House, and, and what do you think about the, um, the next steps? I think it was definitely a great victory, you know, that it was really exciting to see the energy here in the room. We were watching the testimonies and we were watching what was happening in, on, at the House of Representatives. And I think it's really encouraging. You know, I've been doing this, this work for uh, over a decade. And, and many times for us as advocates, we feel like we just we feel like throwing the towel and just giving up because it's, it seems like it's never ending, you know, trying to um, get equal rights and equal um, opportunities for immigrant families here in Utah. So seeing something like the Dream and Promise Act pass, it gives us hope, it gives us more energy to continue. And, and like, like you mentioned, I think there's a great opportunity for, that we have in our hands right now. And so I think it's a great opportunity for us to now encourage the rest of our congressional delegation to take action, the rest of, um, of the state to speak up like we have been already. You know, like we have, we're the pioneers of the Utah Compact that many states um, re, you know, reproduced all over the country. Country. And so I think we are, we are an example for the rest of the country of how we can welcome immigrants and, and also provide opportunities for everyone, you know, that will, will really create um, a better state and a better country. Well, Luis, congratulations to you on a hard-fought victory. Congratulations to Comunidades Who Need This, uh, to the dreamers who inspire us and who we want to become part of our American story. Uh, you know, I'm, my family came here seven generations ago. We, are, we have an immigrant story. This is a country of immigrants. Uh, so congratulations to you on this, this step, not the last step. But the, and, the, and the work's not done, but on this important step to the dreamers who inspire us and to us as a country for taking this step forward. It's, a, it's a, I think, a proud day. Thank you. Thank you so much. talked with many of these dreamers today and they told me their stories and their stories were so compelling I wanted to give them a chance to share their story on my podcast so uh, we're going to start here tell us your name and then tell me a little bit about your story awesome um hello my name is Sophia um I immigrated with my parents here and the reasons why we came here was because our lives were in danger 
um, if we will have stayed in Chile, I probably will not have a future. So um, I am very grateful for every opportunity that has been given to me ever since. And I work really hard every day, just as well as my parents do, to provide us a future that I believe we deserve as human beings. Hello, my name is Paola. I am 20 years old. I am a second year student at the University of Utah. I am double majoring in international studies and political science. I don't qualify for DACA and therefore I won't be able to work with my degree after I graduate from the University of Utah. Hi, my name is Cidiac Alvarez. I'm a DACA recipient. I've had DACA since I was 18. That's almost seven years now. With DACA, I was able to graduate high school, obtain a bachelor's degree in honors sociology and political science, and now I'm working full-time at a nonprofit advocacy organization called Voices for Utah Children. Hello, so my name is Guillermo Ramos. Uh, I am going to be a student at the University of Utah for computer science. My story is that I, I immigrated to the United States in 2016. I used to be uh, an undocumented student. I've gone through the process of struggling on finding opportunities to pay for my higher education. I was fortunate enough to, um, to resolve my, my legal situation due to my mom being a U.S. citizen. But I, I strongly have, I have a lot of empathy with the rest of the youth the dreamer youth that they need more access to higher education. So I really, I really thank Congressman McAdams that that is one of our important advocates in, in D.C. Uh, and I hope that more people can join our fight. Hi, my name is Alonso Reina Rivarola, and I was born in Lima, Peru, and came to the United States when I was 11 years old. I've been here in the U.S. for 18 years, almost as long as the Dream Act has been debated in Congress and the Senate and has failed to pass. I think it's really important for us to pass this piece of legislation because it would benefit this country as a whole. Um, I'm currently a PhD student in sociology as well as a full-time um, student affairs professional at the University of Utah. And our work continues on. I think you know we're leaving a legacy in this country of hard work and commitment to this land. So I think it's really important to pass this piece of legislation to benefit the world. My name is Mandirigma Mankamemi. I came to the U.S., to Utah, around the time of the Olympics so in 2002, and I've been here for 17 years in Salt Lake City. I, I work in higher education, and I support other students. I've benefited from DACA, but uh, for the past 17 years, I've also just been worried about how my family and the rest of the other people who are not covered under the current Dreams and Promise Act will be affected. Being from the Philippines, you know, I, I love how the Latinx community here in Salt Lake City is very involved and very loud about the immigration issue. And I hope to see that our Asian and Pacific Islander communities are represented in the same way. Um, I prefer to say anonymous. I was brought to the United States when I was about five years old. Um, and settled into Utah, knowing that I always wanted to go to college and either be a lawyer or work in government. I didn't know if it was possible for me because of all the obstacles that came in the way. When I was in high school, many of the times were spent in tears, not knowing if college was a possibility or how I was going to afford it, and no way of knowing how many scholarships or if I could qualify for the scholarships I needed to be able to attend college. Um, but I was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship that paid for all my tuition to my university, and there I was able to make many connections and meet a lot of really great people 
who have helped me along the way, helped me become a leader, um, and helped me feel supported and feel like this is my home and I belong here. And through all of this now, after graduating college, I know that I want to give back and be able to help others feel like this is their home and be able to feel have them feel supported. Okay, thank you all for sharing those amazing stories. I want to thank you for listening to Washington. What I'd really love to hear is from you. To follow this journey, subscribe for free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, the KSL Radio app, and anywhere you find interesting podcasts. To be part of this experiment in making the world's most powerful city responsive to citizens, please email me at tips at loudmouthproject.com. We'd like to thank the village that made this podcast possible. Andrea Smartin, Allison Hayron, Danny Akana, Luis Garza, and Congressman Ben McAdams. We'd also like to issue a special thank you to the students who shared their stories with Congressman Ben McAdams. Washington is a production of the Loudmouth Project.